Hello, everyone. I'm Ellen. And I'm Melissa. And today we have a special guest. My name is Kirsten. I am a first year at Scripps College, and I'm from Seattle, Washington. And right now I'm planning on probably dual majoring in biology and um, FGSS, which is Feminist Gender and Sexuality Studies. And I'm on the pre-med track. (laughs) Whoa, you're doing a lot. That's so awesome. It's exciting. It's definitely a mouthful. (laughs) I'm curious, um, did you, were you planning on dual majoring before or did you kind of choose to do to like add on FGSS after the intro class we took? Um, Actually, that's a good question. I was planning on definitely taking FGSS classes and like dabbling in it at least and then maybe minoring but I wasn't really planning on making it an actual major until we took that intro class and I was just so excited I couldn't imagine not doing as much as I could. <laughs> that is amazing. Look at you finding new things really <laughs> what you want. Um, Okay, well, this is 2024 Our Story, the podcast where we talk about scripts in 2021 now, I guess we used to say 2020, um, and our experiences as first years. And today, Alyssa, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about Zoom fatigue, since I think it's been basically a year since everybody has been online, whether you, well, for us, freshman right now in college, probably ending our senior year online and doing our first semester online. Now we're not halfway through the second semester, but we're we're getting there. But just being online for so long and being on Zoom for so many hours, just kind of talking about that and the experience that we've all had being on Zoom. Yeah. So my first question for you guys, because I feel like this sets the stage, is how long do you think you spend on Zoom every day or like on an average school day? On Zoom, I would probably say, because I have a decent number of three-hour classes, that like on an average day, I could probably get up to like four and a half hours on Zoom, just for in-class. How many three-hour classes do you have? I have three. (laughs) Three three-hour classes? Well, one of them is a lab that's three hours. Oh, okay. That's (laughs) still, oh my goodness. Wow. A lot. (laughs) I only have have one lab, which is three hours, and already it's hard to focus for that long. So I applaud you for being able to do that much. That's insane. Exactly. It's not easy, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Alyssa? Do you know? I think on on my shorter days, I have about maybe like three hours or something on Zoom, and then longer days, it can be... I have one day where I start classes at 9 15 in the morning and then my last class ends at 5 30 so I have like 30 minute gaps in between each class for the most part it goes all day which can I don't really stand up and walk around as much as I probably should so I am usually sitting down for that long so that's many hours on zoom (laughs) wait but are your classes like pretty much right after each other other than the 30 minute breaks yeah I have four classes that day and they're all right after each other with every single one has 30 minutes in between. So that's some perfect timing right there. I know I really planned it out, even though I had a Look bad at you. time. Look so proud. <laughs> um, I would say 
my Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days I have the least amount. I would say I spend like an hour on Zoom, but Mondays are my worst days because I have class. I would say I spend that's three plus three, six, seven hours maybe because I have both lab. I have my chem lab and my bio lab and then afternoons and then I have chem, bio, and Spanish in the morning. So it's a decent amount there. We all spend so much time on Zoom now. It's crazy. I really do after like my longest days, I think it's like six to seven hours of being on Zoom or being um, at my desk. I really do kind of have a little bit of back pain sometimes after. So I have to remind myself to stand up and walk around. I don't know if you guys have to like actually Mm -hmm. remind yourself to do that, but I always forget because I'm I'm just always doing something on my computer, whether it's taking a break and watching YouTube videos or being on Zoom in my classes. No, yeah, definitely. The old, okay, the only reason I've been walking around now is because I'm trying to do the Tiernan Fieldhouse Fitzgrips challenge. And this month is like you walk 40 miles. So I've been like trying to get up and walk so I can get my Jamba Juice gift card. I am very motivated by free stuff, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you did, you kept signing up for things in the beginning that I didn't even know you could sign up for just to, like, get free stuff shipped to your house. You know, but if it's, if it's going to be there, I'm going to take it. <laughs> that's smart. That's smart. Kirsten, have you signed up for any, like, bonding exercises where they give you free stuff? I haven't, but now I really want to. <laughs> Kirsten, I will add you to my email list of things that I'm sending Alyssa to do for free. Please do. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So Kirsten, how do you feel about being online first and having classes online? Um, I mean, it's definitely not ideal. I would much rather get to be in person. Um, Yeah. I think that it's definitely a bummer being online it's certainly not the way that I want to be spending my first year um, and definitely not the way that I learn best. Um, but I also, I think that realistically, it's probably the safer and more responsible decision on behalf of our college. Um, so for that, I am glad that you know our college is making the right decision for its students and its staff and the community. And so I do appreciate that. It's just, it's still a bit of a bummer. yeah definitely and you had mentioned that it wasn't like the the best way for you to learn do you think that having last semester online you've learned new techniques to help you or teachers have or professors have developed new ways to help better teach online this semester at least yeah I think I think so I think that everybody is adjusting more a little bit to being online um I think that yeah teachers have have gotten more used to the online format. I know I've gotten a little bit more used to the online format. Um, It was kind of nice having last semester to go off of and kind of having those like tools and and an understanding of what it would be like going into it this semester. Um, So in, in that way, it's definitely nice to have had experience being online before. Um, But I also think that the continuation of being online just adds like much more fatigue and I'm definitely getting much more tired of being online even if I am like more equipped 
to learn online, it still just gets exhausting with it every day. <laughs> That's a very good point. I didn't even think of that. But now that you say it, I'm like realizing <laughs> I'm also getting more tired. Have you guys kind of made any tips and tricks, either just for yourself to deal with Zoom fatigue or just things that you tell your friends to do just to kind of deal with it and make sure that you're maybe trying to not to be as tired? Because I know that it's been a while of being online. Yeah, um, tips and tricks. I think for me, one thing that helps a lot is just trying to develop strategies to like be more organized. So like using a planner and like making like little spreadsheets or whatever to just stay organized has been really helpful for me because like with the online format, like if one email goes to my junk mail or something like that, or I just don't read part of it or something like that happens, you can miss a whole assignment because it's all online. And that gives me like a lot of anxiety. So trying to like come up with strategies to stay organized and to plan everything out has been really helpful for me, at least when there's just so much room for error and miscommunication with being online. Yeah, it's so easy for things to get buried in your inbox now. Like you get like the five emails at the same time from scripts and it's like, <laughs> wait, where do my stuff go? Um, yeah, I think on the more Zoom side, I would say turning off self-view has really helped me. And like, do you know how to do that, Alyssa? Because you're looking at me like, no. <laughs> if you click on the, um, you click on your box, there's like the three dots and you, you can press hide self-view and then you don't have to look at yourself the entire class time. That has helped me. Like, just because I don't want to look at myself for that long, I feel like then I start judging myself even more. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. But yeah, I think there, it's hard. You can do like little things, but overall, it's kind of like, man, it's just going to add up. But the little things do add up as well. So balancing has just become a game now. Mm -hmm. How about you, Alyssa? Do you have any tips? Um, I think... I think for me, um, something that's been actually pretty positive about being online is that I can take notes online. Um, like I use OneNote all the time mm -hmm. and I get to like color code stuff and make it look all nice. <laughs> um, so yes, again, with just like Kirsten said, um, just staying organized really does help. But I've also found that just having my computer and my phone on Do Not Disturb for like basically the whole day, especially I just found out as I've told Ellen sometimes when it comes to technology, I'm a little bit of a grandma, but I just found out that you can like dim your screen when your phone's on like do not disturb. So it's basically almost completely black except for the time. So I don't have to see anything. and I don't get any notifications or no, I have nothing. So it keeps me from checking my phone because that is something that I will do because I get these, do you guys ever have, I told my mom this and she thought that was crazy, but sometimes I have like phantom messages is what I think people have called like it where you hear or you feel like a little buzz or something. Yes. Yeah. I will think that I have a notification and then I'll check my phone. There's nothing. And it happens really often, <laughs> like a little bit embarrassingly often, <laughs> but I think do not disturb has really, it's like such an easy thing to do. Um, but just 
really trying to be more disciplined with that and keeping my phone away from me during class can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. And with, I don't know if everyone has an iPhone, but with the new update, you can like take stuff off of your home screen. So like I don't, I took my Instagram and it's like all of my social media off. So now whenever I'm on my phone, I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh, look, Instagram's right there. I can go scroll Mm -hmm. endlessly scroll for an hour and not do work but yeah how how have you guys been feeling about this semester because we're three weeks in still have a few more to go yeah this semester um it's definitely interesting I think like I'm I'm enjoying my classes um and I am enjoying meeting new people and meeting my professors and in that way I definitely am enjoying it but I'm I'm experiencing like a very new feeling of just like being exhausted and like almost kind of unmotivated which is like not something that I've really experienced before like but like this semester just like being online again and like being on Zoom all day and all of that, it's its definitely like, it's been a, not a super fun experience, I guess. Like I've always like kind of prided myself on being really on top of it and being really motivated. And, you know, I'm still totally like keeping up with everything. It just feels like so different. I don't know. I feel very out of touch with like why I'm doing it, if that makes sense. Like I feel like being at school and being like actually in college would be such a huge motivation factor. But like being online, there's such a disconnect that I just feel like there's like a very new just feeling of being like tired and not as motivated as I'd like to be. But I don't really know how to like remedy it if we're still going to be online. Yeah, I think for such small assignments too, or such small things like being in a group and being put in like a breakout room having to talk about one thing, it goes from being something where in class, it's a lot more engaging. Just something as simple as asking a group of people to discuss one question, it becomes so much less engaging when you're on Zoom and you're either all staring at each other or you're staring at other people's like little square with their name or a picture or something so it does really take more simple things where you'd normally be a lot more motivated um and just make it really tiring and really slow so that is something that's really hard yeah there's definitely that lack of community aspect that zoom just cannot fill like even even seeing people's faces like talking to you guys I can see your faces but the like the feeling of being together is just not not as there as I think it would be if we were on campus which makes it harder Uh, but on the topic of breakout rooms how, how do you guys feel about breakout rooms within your classes and have your teachers or your professors been utilizing those I I actually I like breakout rooms I definitely have had my fair share of experiences with like the the quiet breakout room where nobody's saying anything um, but I, I do like breakout rooms. I find that my teachers actually use breakout rooms a lot. Um, yeah, pretty much like through all of my classes, um, even like the STEM classes, we use breakout rooms a lot, whether it's like 
discussing something or just working on a worksheet together. Um, and I personally really like it. I feel like it kind of, I feel like just like being in the whole entire room is kind of like intimidating and I'm like less likely to want to ask questions. Um, and I find that like being in a smaller breakout room like is just much more comfortable and it's much more collaborative. And so I like it, even though I've definitely had my fair share of silent, awkward breakout rooms. <laughs> I do think that breakout rooms are really useful and I have really enjoyed the use of it in all of my classes. There are those moments where they're really awkward <laughs> because maybe just the people or something, or sometimes um, it's hard over Zoom not to talk over people. So that's another uh, thing that can kind of make it awkward if two people go at the same time and then they both stop and then they both start talking again. So those kinds of events can be a little bit <laughs> off-putting for people when in a breakout room. But for the most part, I do enjoy them. I find that in such long classes, like um, my biology lab, being in a group and like working on a worksheet or whatever we're doing can be really engaging. So I really liked it. I've actually been kind of surprised that I've heard from a lot of people um, that they really don't like it because it's always silent and awkward and weird. But maybe it's because we're at a small school. I'm not sure. And we have pretty small classes. I found that it is a lot less intimidating. <laughs> There's like four people in the room and you kind of have to talk to each other. So mm -hmm. that is helpful. I don't know, because we're not at a big school, so I can't speak <laughs> in bigger classes. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think also having something that you have to work on collaboratively helps when you're in the breakout rooms. Like my chem class, we don't, like, you don't technically have to work together, but, like, forcing yourselves to work together is what makes it work. I think, sorry, just, like, really quickly, kind of um, building off of your comment on STEM classes, especially when it comes to breakout rooms, I've found that I think it's kind of interesting to look at my biology class. I mean, I'm in the same biology class as you, Kirsten, but it is my biggest class because it has like, I think 40 something people, 45 maybe um, people in it. So the breakout rooms, they are pretty small still, but I found that those are the most quiet for me mm -hmm. for some reason. I'm not yeah. sure if it's because there's so many people and same. I don't know, but I think when you have to do those kinds of problems, like those worksheets, I know that one day we were given like a certain amount of problems to do on our own. My group did not work together at all. I think I felt so bad as one girl, she had a question and she asked it and I had no idea what the answer was. So I didn't, I didn't really say anything because I really didn't know how to respond, but it was completely silent after she asked the question. And that's just so... It's just so awkward and kind of heartbreaking to look at somebody where they're trying to like ease the tension of a breakout room and then it's just completely silent after. So it's okay. Somebody said something after a while, but that moment was just really <laughs> surprising to me, I think. And I don't know. In those moments, I can understand why people don't always like breakout rooms, but all my other classes seem to be fine. <laughs> How many people are in your breakout rooms for your bio class? Not lab, right? maybe five five yeah yeah I think are they five. always the same or do you or do they switch them up no it's different each time oh interesting my bio class it's the same it's three of us it's the same three same three of us every time interesting I don't know if I would prefer that I'm unsure <laughs> because 
I didn't I do think that having like the same people can sometimes be helpful because you get used to them like in my biology lab I have the same couple people in my group now every single time and that's been really fun since I've gotten to know them a lot better but from the previous silent breakout rooms in our biology class I'm unsure how that would work (laughs) yeah yeah it is kind of nice when the breakout rooms are consistent just so that you can get to know your peers a little bit better and you're a little bit more comfortable so you can work together and ask questions and that's definitely nice but yeah I haven't had that experience with the bio class. Have you guys found that you've been able to make more friends online through those breakout rooms? More than I think we would have without the breakout rooms Um, but I don't know it still feels it, it feels like it kind of takes a long time in the online format of being in the same breakout room and then you kind of have to like make the extra effort to like get in touch with them personally like via their phone number or via social media or something like that you definitely have to kind of put in a little bit more effort if you actually want to make a connection um because it just doesn't really happen that organically online yeah I think Ellen and I talked about that a little bit um, previously, that it is really hard. The meeting people part is not hard, but the staying in contact with people is pretty difficult. What? I don't know the solution, though, so I haven't gotten there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, you actually have to go in. You, you either stalk them on Instagram, find them, and then follow them and see if they're like <laughs> or you like ask them and they can be like no (laughs) and then you're sad you know we've been talking about how much like we don't really appreciate zoom and like being online but I I definitely would like to say that like I'm still like very grateful to be going to scripts uh for like many reasons I think that like Alyssa said the small class size makes a huge difference and I feel very lucky that if I'm going to be online that I at least have small classes and lots of you know attention from the professors and like the ability to ask questions whenever I need to um but I've also found that like even though we're online and it's much harder to make connections that everybody has been so nice And like, I've really, really liked all of my professors and I've really gotten along super well with all of the people in my classes. And I'm just, even though we're only getting like a tiny sliver of what Scripps is, I'm still like so glad that I decided to go to Scripps. And I'm still definitely like falling in love with Scripps, even though we're truly not getting the full experience. Um, So yeah, I'm just like, I definitely want to still be grateful and appreciate what we do have, even though it is online and it's definitely not ideal by any means. That was beautiful. <laughs> I, I just really like was. to say that. <laughs> no, I was like, oh my goodness. I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to be like preachy or anything, but I definitely, I, <laughs> I, I, I do really enjoy scripts. I'm very glad that I decided to come here instead of anywhere else. I just, it still feels like the right decision, even though we're online. <laughs> Yeah, I've been thinking a little bit about what next year will be like um, as sophomores, which is already crazy to think about. But 
I already, you already kind of get a feel for the community, even though we're not on campus, which is, I think is pretty amazing for a school to be able to do that, to be able to kind of give you the feeling of what it would be like to be on campus and with everybody. Um, the people are just amazing so far. So I definitely agree. I mean, I've already gotten to meet you guys and so many great people. So even though you guys didn't go or we all didn't go to the club fair, have you guys been involved in clubs and organizations and how has that kind of gone? First semester, I was just like with being online for the first time, I was like having a hard time wanting to motivate myself to like be in contact with clubs, especially because I thought we were going to be on campus this semester and then I could do it more easily. But yeah, so just recently I, I tried to reach out to some clubs and I'm hoping to become more involved um, with like, yeah, the like Claremont clubs. But I did get like one position that I'm super excited about with the birthing project, which is like, I'm like a volunteer slash like, like Claremont ambassador. I don't really know exactly what the title is, but it is like, it's a global organization, but they have like a Claremont chapter. I reached out to them a couple weeks ago and I secured that and oh, it was so amazing. So I'm super excited about that. And I, that makes me feel like very good about the situation, but yeah. That's super interesting. I mean, I don't really know that much about, did you call it the birthing project? Mm -hmm. But um, can you tell us a little bit more about it? I'm kind of, I'm interested to hear. <laughs> yeah, basically it's like a global organization that's working on lowering the maternal mortality rates um, around the world. So particularly for women of color and less developed nations. Um, and so they have like a lot of different chapters around the US and they do a bunch of different little projects to kind of work towards making um, birth just a more safe and successful experience around the world. Um, yeah, and so we do a lot of different things like we raise money right now. I think we're about to start um, making these like safe birthing kits, which are like these little sterile kits with like all of the tools necessary to have like a safe birth, particularly one that's gonna take place outside of a hospital. Um, and they've sent quite a few to Malawi. And I think we were gonna send some um, overseas hopefully pretty soon as well so yeah there's like a lot of different little projects like that um yeah it's it's a really amazing thing to be a part of I'm very grateful to have gotten to join it <laughs> that's amazing um for people who are kind of interested in maybe supporting them um is there anything that you suggest they do yeah um well we I think we're probably going to start fundraising soon and so we'll be putting out lots of information about, you know, how to donate, whether it's like money or time or just, you know, helping make the kits or whatever we need at the time. Yeah, there'll be lots of information that we can spread around about how to help. I'm sure that we would be very grateful to have any help that we can. <laughs> that's so awesome. How did you find that opportunity? Actually, that's a good, good question. I 
stumbled upon their Instagram on my explore page. And I'm like super, super passionate about like medicine, particularly obstetrics. And then I also am very passionate about um, social justice. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the perfect intersection of having this interest in women's health and um, this also like passion for social justice. And so when I saw it and I saw that it was like, it had a Claremont chapter, it was almost like too good to be true. So I basically like immediately, I like DM'd them. I was like, how can I get involved? And they put me in contact with some other people who are who go to the Claremont schools who are involved. And then I had like a Zoom with the founder, which was absolutely incredible. I was so like <laughs> blown away by that. And they basically, yeah, they just like offered me the position. I was like, just so incredibly ecstatic. <laughs> That is amazing. That's, oh, you are yeah. inspiring, Kirsten. The <laughs> same. <Thank you. laughs> it was. It felt. It was. It was like too good to be true. I couldn't believe that I was. I was able to secure something so amazing, and especially just like so, so quickly after stumbling upon it. I guess. Wow, and I mean, I know we've been talking about Zoom fatigue and kind of being unmotivated, but that. This is, you're, I'm really in awe of you, Kirsten. <laughs> exactly. This has definitely motivated this is like the me. One, this is <laughs> one thing keeping me going. It's like the best thing that's happened this entire, like. I mean, quality <laughs> over quantity, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the purest example right here. <laughs> that's it for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Kirsten, for being a guest. Of course. Thank you for having me. We will talk to you guys next time on 2024 Our Story. Have a great rest of your week and bye. Bye. Bye.